Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast, a podcast for pre-PAs to help you get accepted into PA school. We are so happy you are here and to show you how to be the most competitive candidate, even with less than average stats or low GPA. We have years of experience working at PA schools and sitting on PA admissions boards, and we're the ones deciding who to interview and accept. And we have information for you. Before we dive into today's episode, we want to make sure you know that you must apply to the right PA schools for you and your strengths. This is one of the most important parts of applying to PA school, applying to the programs that value your strengths. If you aren't sure how to do this, definitely check out our program matching bundle where we jump on Zoom with you to create your list of PA schools that match you best, the ones that value your strengths and where you shine and are willing to overlook areas where you may be weaker. This also includes our incredible PA school directory to easily and quickly see what schools value and narrow down your list of the PA schools that fit you best. The directory is updated every year and you get lifetime access. All you have to do is re-download it. And you get an entire Zoom session with us to pick the best schools for you that value your strengths so you don't waste your money or another cycle. Check it out in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. Today, I want to talk a little bit about satellite campuses or alternate campuses. And so I actually went to a school that had a satellite campus and I've taught at schools that have a satellite campus and I've taught at schools that have separate campuses. So I've kind of got a good idea about what goes on about these. And so I get a lot of questions from students about this, about what they mean, what the difference is. So I wanna just go ahead and talk to you guys about that today. So first off, a lot of PA programs, or at least some PA programs, have what we call satellite campuses. So that basically means that they have a separate campus in a separate location, but it's still part of the same program. So if you have a satellite campus, it's still considered the same program, it's just in a satellite area. So for example, the one I went to, the satellite campus was about two hours away. So it wasn't that far. And again, this is back in like, you know, 2000, what, eight, nine, something like that. So it's been a while, technology has changed a lot. But some satellite campuses might be in totally different states. For example, I worked at a program that had a satellite campus in a different state, but it was still considered a satellite campus because it's still one campus. It just has some students who go through its curriculum in a different area. Now this is important to note because when you apply to these programs, some programs require you to choose what campus you wanna be on. So when you're filling out your CASPA application, for example, you have to choose what campus. There are some programs that will allow you to apply to multiple campuses, and there's some programs that say, hey, you can only apply to one, or maybe there's certain restrictions. For example, when I went to school, if you wanted to apply to the satellite campus, you had to come from a rural area, and they defined rural area in a certain way because they really wanted students to go back to the rural areas and serve patients, so you had to come from one of those areas. And some satellite campuses have no restriction. You can apply to anything. Sometimes you might have to pay two fees, one for each campus if you apply to both, and sometimes it's one fee. So again, it does depend a lot on the program, but just note that satellite campuses, you have the same classes, it's the same academic calendar. Some of it might be taught online or streamed, some of it might be taught in person, but you're, you're one cohort, so you're going through the same program at the same time as the traditional regular campus. Satellite campuses are often smaller as well, so often they don't take as many students, and so keep that in mind, that the satellite campus, for example, what I went to, I think, took something like 15 or 16 students, and then the main campus took 40 students. So there was less spots available for satellite campus, but they also have restrictions on who could apply there too. And the nice thing about satellite campuses is if sometimes they're in areas where people, like maybe they can't move to where the actual main campus is located, but they can move to the satellite campus. And so they can be really, really helpful for students who are interested in the areas where those satellite campuses is. 
Now, that is totally different from a separate campus. So a separate campus, for example, sometimes programs have separate programs, but they're under the same college name. And that's because it's not considered satellite, it's considered separate. So the ARCPA considers them totally separate programs, even if they're under the same institution. So they could have separate due dates. They could have separate start dates. They could have separate admission requirements. They have separate pans pass rates. They accept separate types of students. So everything is separate, even though they're under the same institution. So if you're applying to separate programs under the same institution, they might have a similar name. For example, there is South College Nashville and there is South College Knoxville, right? Totally different schools because they're totally separate, but they both have the name South College. And there's a lot of programs who have done this. They've kind of had separate campuses and that allows each campus to kind of figure out what works for them and their community to kind of change things to figure out what they need for their program. And so they have nothing to do with each other, right? They're not the same cohort. You won't really know anybody in, in the other program because it's technically a separate program. So they have separate accreditation status, separate pants scores, etc. So if you are applying to programs, I just want you to understand the difference between a satellite campus which is considered the same, same, right? The same cohort and separate campuses, which are different, even though the name is sometimes same because they're sponsored by the same institution. So when you're applying to CASPA, make sure you're choosing the right campus, make sure you're choosing the right program for you to make sure you're applying to the right school or campus. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are so grateful to be a part of your path to getting accepted to PA school. We want to make sure you've heard about our new personal statement creation writing package, where we meet you on Zoom to write your personal statement with you. Remember, your personal statement is one of the most important parts of your entire PA school application. It must be convincing, professional, passionate, and truly demonstrate your desire to be a PA. It must be excellent. The personal statement alone can take an average or even less than average application from the maybe pile or the no pile to a yes, let's definitely interview this candidate. If you aren't sure what to write about, what experiences to include, if you should explain weaknesses and how, or overall just how to make your personal statement outstanding, then definitely check out our personal statement creation writing package. We meet you on Zoom for 90 minutes and write your personal statement with you, even if you haven't written a single word. Check it out in the episode notes. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you at the next episode.